In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Maybe a lot of us have the experience that this woman first had with Jesus, that she walked up to him and she told him about this great problem that she had, that her daughter was going through, that her daughter was possessed by a demon. And it says very simply, Jesus did not answer her one word. Maybe when we pray, we sometimes feel that. Maybe we have huge problems and we go to God and He doesn't even answer us anything. He doesn't do anything. Or we'll go to the chapel and we'll just look and our faith kind of gets weak and all we see is a piece of bread and we just ask the Lord, Lord, why aren't you doing anything? And sometimes at that point, when that happens in our lives, we stop praying. We stop asking Him. And that's when we're not going to receive anything. This woman did not stop at that point. She goes through this experience with Jesus. It's like with His silence, He's trying to draw her in even more. He's trying to do something more for her than just heal her daughter. And that's what we see in this gospel. We see in this gospel basically a way for us to, you can say, get your prayers answered by God. Because that's what happens. She asks him for something, he doesn't answer, but then he eventually gives her what she asked for. He said, let it be for you as you desire. Don't we wish God would say that to us? Let it be for you as you desire. Let what you want happen. What does that mean for the lady though? That what she wanted at that moment was what God wanted. And that's where she reached. That's the point that she reached. Where her will, where her desires even, were in unity with the will of God. And that's the goal that we all should be striving to reach. That's ultimately what sainthood is. That's what it means to be a saint. And this woman was one that would never have been thought of to have reached that point. Even by the, dis- the disciples of Jesus. The disciples of Jesus weren't understanding what was going on. They saw this woman as an enemy of Israel because that's what the Canaanites were. Jesus was in that region and those people throughout the whole Old Testament, they are the worst of the worst to the Israelites. And so the apostles wanted to send her away. They wanted nothing to do with her. But we see the first thing that this woman learns about Jesus and what we can also learn is that even though the disciples wanted to send her away, even though it seemed like Jesus had rejected her, He did not send her away. And God never sends us away. It's always, when there's a break in the relationship, it's always us pulling ourselves, distancing ourselves from God. That's how it is. God never sends us away. God is always there ready and waiting for us to accept the great graces that He wants to give us. And this woman, although it seemed like maybe God was rejecting her at that moment, didn't go away. She stayed there. And then we see what happens in the story. We see that Jesus is silent with her, and then He doesn't even respond to her. He responds to the disciples, and He says something where she could have just felt insulted by and just walked away. After he basically said that he came first for the Israelites and not for the Canaanites. But she stayed there 
And she made such a beautiful statement of faith. And we see that this woman, although she maybe even suffered with her conversation in her conversation with Christ, she stayed there. And what came out of that conversation was a great growth of faith for her. And that's what God could be doing in our lives as well. When God does not respond, when we don't get the answer that we want, maybe God is allowing us to go through something that will be beneficial for ourselves, for our own soul. This woman came for the sake of her daughter, and that was great. Her daughter was hurt and she needed healing. But Jesus didn't only want to help her daughter. He wanted to help her. God has such a bigger perspective. He has an eternal perspective. When we pray, we're only thinking of one thing, usually. But God thinks about everything at once. And especially, He thinks about our own souls and about what He wants to work in us. So we should not see the bad things that we experience, especially in our relationship with God. We should not see those things as as like a hindrance of God's grace coming in. And that should not make us stop. No, we should see those things as an opportunity for us to grow in faith, to reach out to Him even more. Because that's what this woman did. Every time it seemed like she was rejected by Christ, she kept on going to Him even more. Then she goes to Him a second time and says, Lord, help me. And then the last thing that she says teaches us how great this woman's faith was. How great was her understanding of God's mercy and of God's grace. When he tells her, it is not fair to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. And then she said, yes, Lord, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. What does that mean? What does she understand about God's grace? That even a crumb of God's grace can save her and can save her daughter. That's how much she understood the power of God. Even a crumb, even the smallest amount of God's grace. That's how powerful God is. And we could see this actually literally in our lives and in the life of grace. We could think about what looks like a crumb and what what even is a crumb. Even a crumb of the body of Christ contains His full real presence. And sometimes we come to Mass and it becomes such a habitual thing. If we even come to Mass every Sunday. A lot of people don't even come. But if we come to Mass every Sunday... A lot of the time it it just becomes such a habitual routine-like thing where we forget about the power, that one reception of the Holy Eucharist and the state of grace, the power that that could have for our souls. Or if we sit in, in the chapel for Eucharistic adoration and we're sitting in front of the presence of Jesus, what, yes, just looks like a crumb of bread, just a very small piece, but do we understand how much power that has, how much power God's grace has? This woman understood that God's grace has infinite power, even a small crumb of it. Do we understand that if we choose to pray a little bit more every day, God is going to work in our lives. God is going to show us His mercy because that's what He wants us to do. He wants us to understand how much love He has for us. He wants us to understand how much His grace can do for our lives. And He wants us to be drawn into His heart to accept that gift. Just like how this woman was drawn in to accept the graces of God. And not only was she affected by this, but her daughter was as well. Her daughter at the end was healed. 
And if we want those around us to experience God's grace, the best thing for us to do is to go to Jesus. Is to go to Him. Even if it looks like a crumb. To go to Him. Even if it looks like it's a small amount. To go to Christ. To ask Him for His grace. So that we will receive the promise of grace and of love that He has for us. That He is willing and that He is ready to give to us. And also to give to others through our faith and acceptance of His grace.